Hello listeners, my name is Alvia Winters, the Drama Fiend. My podcast is about reviewing TV shows around the world as well as reading out my written stories to you. And there may be a new series down the line, but it will still pertain to acting movies or TV shows. Tonight, we're going to talk about the Korean drama Nobody Knows. There will be a few spoilers, not major ones, enough for you to no longer watch it if you haven't. For instance, I will not reveal who the killer is or reveal details that will spoil the ending or shocking moments, but this is basically reasons why the show is amazing and why it possibly wasn't as famous as I believe it should have, but mainly this is about my thoughts about the show. I'm going to talk about the plot and story first without revealing much. So there are many reasons why you should watch this drama and the plot is one of the reasons. The first two episodes... I remember being very dull as how a lot of K-dramas start, unable to find their footing or direction. It can be a little boring at first because they're setting up. And I kind of was dazed throughout it because I expected from the awesome intro of the killer threatening he'd disappear and she won't find him, don't quote me. When I was rewatching the show, I deliberately skipped these two episodes. I believe she also said to him that she'd find him. Cha Youngjin said so. So that pulled me in, but we entered into a story about a young boy and his mother being rescued by a neighbor from upstairs, Cha Youngjin. And that was entertaining, but I was looking forward to where the direction of the drama was headed and wanted more action. I was very impatient at the time. It was a slow burn, at least for the, for its like first two episodes, and it was telling the story of Cha Young Jin and Go and O's relationship, as well as catching the killer, you know, the person who killed Cha Young Jin's best friend. And I don't remember how I got to the scene of Cha Young Jin holding onto So Sang Won over a building, uh, the pastor. The man jumped off, basically, and wanted to die. I forgot how we got to these steps because it wasn't really keeping my interest. The whole school situation with Goeno and his friends weren't keeping me entertained because everything was shadowed in mystery and I kind of like wanted to start, wanted to start getting to the point. And so I wasn't getting that. And after that, I stopped watching. But something made me continue to watch it later on, weeks later. After the show was like on its 10th or 11th episode, I kept seeing it in my Vicky history because I was also like, I think, watching Flower of Evil. By the way, I reviewed the episodes that aired each week on YouTube. Check out anchor.fm slash Winters for YouTube links. And I uh, gave my final thoughts on here as well as there. Uh, but anyway, I was behind on everything, but I started off at three, th- the third episode, instead of going back to watch. For a second, let me quickly tell you about the acting in this drama. The actor, An Ji-ho, that plays Go In-ho, hasn't had many acting gigs, but this kid is such a sweet one. This kid should not have had to run for his life the way he did. That Ajishi should not have given him something so confidential that he knew people were going to kill for. That man should not have brought him in all of the drama. Now, Kim So-hyung, who plays Cha Young-jin, and I think that I rarely watch what she's in, but after seeing her in this, it makes me want to see much more of her, especially in movies. I say movies because movies are able to do much more than dramas. Because, you know, ratings are a funny issue. If you watch The Penthouse, you'll know what I mean by that. The way this woman showed her pain on screen convinced me that Kim So-hyung actually cares about this kid going ho in real life. She's played a woman who can't hide her emotions, but a woman who can defend herself. I absolutely love these types of strong female leads. She doesn't need help, but she cannot do it all. And she's also very strong, dependable, and a loving woman, but also independent. She doesn't really need many people, but she also doesn't have to go through it alone. It was almost as if she was 
Gorono's mom. I love the relationship between Gorono's mom and Chaeyoung-jin um, because like they put their dislike for each other aside to take care of and protect this child who was in danger. Eunho's mom, played by Jung Young Nam did a remarkable job with this role and how she broke down seeing her child in a hospital bed. I disliked her character at first because of how she kept bringing men into this child's life and how she kept leaving the kid alone. But she was a single mother and it made me question how she made a really kind kid like go on no. I do not know. So last thing, last character in the character section. This is my favorite character in the whole show. And if you watched it, you should somewhat already know. And I was never rooting for him because he's not a, exactly a great guy. He's also not that bad. And I'm not going to spoil it. But I've fallen in love with his character and the actor. And it's Pakun who plays Beck Sango in the show. He's the hotel owner of Millennium. We were introduced to this character in episode 3. He was exuding confidence. He's a complex character with a little bit of creepiness. Pakun's character is one of the reasons why I continued. And love the show so much so hard even months later this owner of millennium hotel rushed out of his hotel to jump into an ambulance with a child who took a fall from his roof or so i thought i was so confused about him through the most of the show because he seemed like a really compassionate and caring character but he still is in his own way but he was a mystery and because of him and his workers as well you know his little group of his little group of friends his little gang gang uh and the plot as well it pulled me in to try to figure out more from the show and specifically about this character and i was only watching this for shin jae because i saw him in mr temporary and i just fell in love with pakun after i finished nobody knows i looked up this actor and why i haven't seen him or noticed him before despite watching way too many korean dramas also I had found out that he was in Watcher, which I also loved and watched like a year ago. And then I went back to watch his scenes as well as enjoyed his effed up persona. But I believe this was the first drama, not including movies, that they let him shine and show his versatility with this confusing Beck Sangho. Also, like you never truly know what Sangho is thinking about or even if there are like certain intentions behind his words. But that is what also captivated me with this character. A couple of times I was thinking he might also be a pedophile and that's not what captivated me. I'm just going to say that. I thought he was a pedophile because he was always helping young boys out and that's how confusing he was. And I was like, there's no way they'd show that. Not on this K-drama, like at the time of, at the time slot that they were airing this drama he was really helping them in a way though but in return they basically are his underlings and does his bidding he basically controls them he helps them out in exchange they do whatever he wants them to do like his orders like go out and deliver files or follow him around like a butler he led on odu suck played by shin jae hui though he didn't give that man a new kidney that he needed yet this man was his driver sidekick confidant everything also Beck sang had a very troubled past which made him reach out to help any way he can to young boys who don't have it easy and after a while i realized that he wasn't a pedophile without too much in return until they get old enough to serve him like a uh, driver it was honestly admirable as well as his like vigilante side to him taking justice into his own hands until I saw him laughing at the demise of others. 
if you've seen it, you know what I mean, what part I mean. It took me a while, but that's when I knew I was in love with a madman in the show, Pakun. But also the way he carries himself, his smile, even though he says something serious, plays around a lot because when we start learning more about him, he didn't really have a chance to be a kid since the way his mom left him and the way the pastor raised him. And it shows in the way he behaves. He's very playful. His behavior also changes sometimes abruptly. Like, I love this actor, Pakun. He's so talented. Number three is my interesting or favorite moments. If you made it this far, then you know that I love this drama. But as far as my favorite moments, the conversation between Cha Young-jin and the pastor just before his demise, I think that when you watch the show and only watch the first two episodes, you don't understand most of the conversation that he has with her. And you're left confused as to why the pastor did what he did on the roof. But at the end of the series, it wraps it up very nicely. It makes sense then. And I love that about the show. No loose ends. Beck Sang-ho and his gang of misfits <laughs> captured two people who were selling and buying drugs at their hotel. And they took them to some empty, abandoned building to take care of them. I had mentioned this earlier, that this this is where the scene is from. That look on Sango's face while laughing truly creeped me out. It just adds on to the fact that he's an amazing actor. Number three, the scene where Cha Young-jin kicked Go Hee-dong's butt. This is why she became a cop, to protect herself and others around her. She's for sure not going to go down easily. I thought it was admirable, and I wish... I knew how to throw down the way she did. She kicked his body. She could have eventually like killed him or something because that's how she is. This last one is the scene that kind of summed up how and why Baek Sang-ho, yes, I love Park Hoon, is who he is. How he was abandoned in a shed and then ended up in a shed technically at the end. It's like everything went around in a circle. And also what he said to Cha Young-jin on the roof, that if he'd met her as a kid, would he be different? That made me cry because as a child, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault who he was brought up by. And it is truly a shame that he went through so much. But as an adult, he cannot blame the others anymore. He can blame no one but himself. He knew right from wrong. But then again, it's so skewed to him. His grandeur personality and he believes what he does is right. So yeah, I think his story just saddens me if we, we think about it without thinking about what he did but just his past before he did what he did so let me just say something before my closing statements i think this show made me want a second season lastly i think this drama was amazing and it sucks that it did not get as much recognition as i feel it deserved overall this drama keeps you on your toes in suspense but not really in a whodunit kind of way but in a way like can this person get away with it and Cha Young Jin trying to deal with the weight of new information about the past coming to light and all of these new obstacles trying to prevent her from protecting Go and Oh also others around her and even herself that acting in this was beyond amazing and I think that it goes to show you what an amazing cast and a solid story can bring out even though this show wasn't leading in the rankings every week, it was still an amazing drama and number one for me and a drama I will continue to go back to. So this drama was and still is a 10 out of 10 for me. You should watch it if you haven't. That is all for tonight or day or evening. Only way to support me and this podcast is to listen to the ads as well as sharing or following my podcast. Until now, it's been Avia Winters, your drama fiend. Please stay safe out there. Laters.